Welcome to the Cinema Soundtrack Podcast, Season 2, Episode 2. I'm your host, Drew Gretsch, and today we are going to take a deep dive into John Williams' beautiful score, Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back. I'm super excited to talk about this. This is one of my favorite Star Wars movies, and definitely scores. John Williams just does a great, great job. I would like to apologize for only releasing... One episode last week, I completely overestimated, or I guess un- underestimated, one of those two um, of doing this season. I've, I uh, scored the lead of The Sound of Music. I am playing Captain Von Trapp, and that should be my main focus right now. So we're only going to be doing one episode a week. So no, this is uh, our show for February, for Saturday, February 8th. 2020 we'll be back next week on the 15th with star wars return of jedi and as this is the third episode we're recording for this season uh of course the next episode and the one before it will only be talking about these two episodes and how they're all on the same day but they're not and i feel like that's a good way to you know spread out get people talking about the show a little more i don't know just kind of uh and, you know, you guys now have to wait a week for all the episodes until the 14th episode and season finale, which is uh, Avengers Endgame. That's going to be the longest episode of the season. And then uh, third season, we're going to be coming back in the summer. And hopefully by then, since, that's gonna, since that season is going to be coming out late summer 2020, we'll be able to do a full... Hopefully more of like a Netflix type thing of doing at least a few episodes and dropping those all at once. So, uh, yeah, let's just start to talk about this soundtrack. There will be spoilers in this movie for all 11 Star Wars films. Just be warned and then maybe some other movies along the way. You can find Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back and, and you can find the first eight Star Wars films streaming on Disney Plus as well as... Rogue One, um, Solo, A Star Wars Story is still streaming on Netflix, and then The Rise of Skywalker is going to be in theaters for only a few more weeks, and then some, and then sometime in, in March, it'll, you, you'll be able to buy it. And then my guess is sometime in early summer is when it'll be available on Disney+. Plus. So yeah, so let's just start to talk about Star Wars. So this is the main theme of the film. And of course, if if you listen to all nine opening titles of the movies, they're all slightly different at the beginning. Because, you know, and I think we talked about this last week, but we'll talk about it next week on the show, because we've recorded both of those already. And, you know, just technology improves over the course of these three, 16, uh, three or 16, you know, year increments between films. Sorry about that, guys. I'm just recovering from a bit of, um, from the flu right now. So I, I'm gonna be coughing a bit. Just these first, I, 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 not at all in the first and third episodes because those are pre recorded, but this one, and then probably 
over the course of the next few episodes, I'll just be slowly recovering from that. I'm just gonna go grab the tissue real quick. Alright, here we go. You know, and right here is where you actually hear the Empire Strikes, the, um, the Imperial March for the first time. I'm gonna point it out. Here it is. I don't know if you heard that, but it was like, Duh. it was very softly. It was very, very soft. Well, the first time you hear it. Is it, most people assume that the first time you hear the Imperial March is when, you know, you get, and here it is right now. It is right when you hear Vader's, it is right when you know, you see the Imperial fleet. It's not. It's right at the, at the beginning of the movie. And of course, you know, you get your reintroduction to the main heroes of the film. Of Luke Skywalker and Han Solo, and then we'll be reintroduced to Leia later on. Can you hear the Force theme a bit? You get your first little piece of the. Scoundrel and the Princess, right? Is that what it's called? It's called the... Han it's called Han Solo and the Princess. We'll be talking about that one in just a little bit. Of course, here, I mean, you know, you got... You got it all out of order. And I did talk about that last week. Now, you know, you get the fight with the Rancor. Or not, or, or not the Rancor, it's the, um... Oh, what is it? What's it called? It's the, uh... Wampa. The Wampa is what's called. The Wampa. You've gotten a whole bunch of angry emails. Like, it's called the Wampa, not the Rancor. You call yourself a Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, this also the music you get late, later on in The Force Awakens, I think. I think you do hear some more of this in the score for The Force Awakens. This is uh, Yoda's theme, which is, you know, oh, full spoiler alert for The Rise of Skywalker, by the way. I know it's been out for about a month and a half. I just want, you know, don't want to be, uh, I just don't want anyone to get spoiled in case they haven't seen the film yet. Of course, I mean, who, of course you've seen The Rise of Skywalker if you're listening to Star Wars podcast. Just a beautiful piece of music. And Yoda, Yoda's a really interesting character because you first meet him. He's kind of an idiot. He's uh, silly. He's kind of stupid. Kind of a lot like Jar Jar. <laughs> I've just compared Jar Jar Binks to Yoda, but that was that was the original plan for you know the prequels to really mirror the er er original trilogy. And you know, in Episode Two, Jar Jar Binks was supposed to be revealed as the Dark Lord of the Sith. Even this this part right here is very, you know, adventurous, childish. Not really, you know, childish, but you know, you know, you know what I mean. There's a really cool scene in The Rise of Skywalker where this music is used again. And it really does fit, but I'll talk about that later on and then again in our Rise of Skywalker episode. Because there's just so much to talk about with the Rise of Skywalker. This is a concert piece. It's never used in the How many of these are concert pieces and not using the actual movie? Yoda's theme, the Imperial March. Hansel and the Princess might be one. I think that's it though. So there are two or three that aren't used in the actual film. Next track is the training of a Jedi Knight. 
No, and this is a really cool scene when Luke is, you know, flipping around Dagobah. You got a little bit more of Yoda's theme in here. Oh, shoot, sorry about that. There we go. Sorry, I accidentally went to the last track. Right there, you just got a little piece of the Imperial March. place this piece in and in, into the context of the film I, I don't really know why i just can't really figure out where this would go. i mean of course i know it would go, it would go in one of the dagoba scenes i'm just not really sure where so if you guys know then write then write in and let us know uh cinema soundtrack podcast at gmail.com cinema soundtrack podcast at gmail.com so yeah because i'm not really sure we'll talk about it on one of our later episodes. Of course, you know, this is when they go in, this, the, oh, okay, this is, is when Luke is getting ready to go in the cave, which we'll then talk about later, much late, later in the podcast, in the track, uh, The Magic Tree. Seems more of a cave, but, you know, it's fine, it's fine. This is the heroics of Luke and Han. This is another one I'm not... This is probably for Hoth, right? Yeah, this is definitely a Battle of Hoth piece.
kind of quiet without Nick here. I don't know. Theme. Oh no, this is when we escape from the Wampa. I should say these are all the um, for the first six movies. We're talking about the remastered. Uh, uh, editions from 2018 when John Williams went and re-recorded the first six Star Wars uh, scores and we we're talking about those is trying to get back to Luke so that he can, you know, kind of save he can save the last hope for the galaxy from dying out in the cold. Vader enters the rebel base. about to talk about our next track which is uh the imperial march super excited to talk about that one mm 
just excited for the, uh, the Kenobi series. It's gonna be a good show. I'm excited for Kenobi. Alright. This is, you know, you know this, you know it. Even if you're not a Star Wars fan, you know that this is the Imperial March, Darth Vader's theme. Now, John Williams with this piece did a really good job, you know, it's impossible to hum this. Of course, you know, you can do. But listen to it, and then try to hum the whole thing. Memorize it, and then try to hum it. No, there are also two parts. That's also no, we can't really hum two parts. Just even I mean, look if if, if even if this is if even if the if the Imperial March is your first ever introduction to Star Wars, then you know you, you know it. You know this is Darth Vader's theme. Ever. ever Everyone's heard this music at least once. That was the Imperial March. So now, I ask you guys something. We have a lot of listeners in other countries around the world. And that's something I'm super happy about for this show. I'm so glad that this show has mainly found listeners outside of the, of the United States. And that's something that makes me really proud. And just th thank you all so much for listening to the podcast. Now, I have a question for you guys. Disney Plus is right now only available in Australia, the United States, and Canada. It's going live in uh, Europe, in the UK, and I think Western Europe on uh, March 24th. 
because they moved that date up a week from March 31st. So, have you guys seen The Mandalorian? Of, of course, I'm so sorry, you know, The Clone Wars is only available Season 7 in the United States. And that just makes me really sad. Only US less, that only UA that US based fans can see the final season of the Clone Wars. Hopefully will become available in other countries, but I have do you have a website or have you guys, you know, been able to watch The Mandalorian? I've been able to watch it. I I have Disney Plus, I will use it the completely legal way. So just let me know. I'm not going to report you guys or anything. Um, cinema soundtrack podcast at gmail.com. It's cinema soundtrack podcast at gmail.com. And let me know because I, I want to know because I that's something I would do. And I'm I, I'm just curious, really. If if you guys have seen The Mandalorian, but. Definitely, like if 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 you got like really bad quality Mando, then definitely rewatch it once Disney Plus is live. And, and I'm not really sure. And I'm not sure if since it's it's already out, if they'll release the whole season at once, or if they'll continue to go week to week. Now let's see if I can find. The date for March 24th. So that's a Tuesday. So you guys will get your Mando episodes if it is week to week on the 24th of March, March 27th, and then February 3rd, or April 3rd, 10th, 17th, 24th. One, two, three, four, five, six. And the final two episodes on May 1st and May 8th for your. Just so you guys all know, that's what you're... If, if, uh, Disney do, does release The Mandalorian week to week in the United Kingdom. This is Han Solo and the Princess. And, of course, this is also a Han Solo theme, and I think I did talk about this last week. No, I, I'm, I'm talking about this next week. But, I've never really associated this theme with Han Solo. Always more... Leia, and I am glad that Solo did give us a good main theme for Han, everyone's favorite uh, smuggler, well, most people's favorite smuggler. It's either Han or it's Lando, you know. So, episodes for this podcast... Oh, and then got the Imperial March again. So, February 
1st, 8th, 15th, 22nd, 29th of February. So that's the first five episodes. So everything from A New Hope through Attack of the Clones. Then, Revenge of the Sith on March 7th. The Force Awakens on March 14th. On March 24th, we'll have The Last Jedi. On March 28th, we will be releasing uh, The Rise of Skywalker. So on, on April 4th, we'll be releasing Rogue One. On April 11th, it'll be Solo. On April 18th, we'll be releasing the... Uh, April 18th is uh, The Fellowship of the Ring. April 25th is Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. And May 2nd, the, the season finale, not series finale, we have at, at, at least one more season of the podcast. Uh, May 2nd is the season finale, which is Alan Silvestri's Avengers Endgame. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that. And maybe, you know, since Black Widow will have just come out, maybe if I'm feeling nice, there will be a 15th episode of the season. But that means for season three, there are only nine episodes, and I'd like to keep that one at ten. So no, it'll be 14 episodes, and then we'll be able to do uh, Black Widow in uh, as the season three premiere. I'm not quite sure when that'll be yet. I know it'll be sometime in August. So yeah, this is a uh, hyperspace. This is you know when the Falcon can't get through, and then is this? <laughs> this could. I think this is when. Lando is trying to fix the Falcon. In the final moments of the film. take a break after the next track, the battle in the snow. Uh, don't worry, we'll be right back. It'll actually be the same segment. I just have to go over there and grab my chargers. This computer dies super fast, and that's what we're using to record. Of course, we're using our microphone, but this computer dies very quickly. Start at 100, we're already at 30%, so I just gotta grab that charger. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. 
and very, you know, a lot quieter uh, tone for the Imperial March. When Vader is trying to commune with his son. So now they do finally get to hyperspace. And most of the action, I mean, all, all, all the action of the film is over at this point. Battle of the Sun, this is. Take a little. Oh, yep. We're in, we're in the red zone at 33% battery right now. get a Disney Plus series along the lines of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. where, you know, we got a main team of rebels, and, you know, they take us through the events of the films, and, like, we'll see kind of other sides to these famous battles, you know, like Battle of, uh, Scarif, Yavin, Hoth, and Endor. This is something I'd, I'd want to see on Disney Plus. See if we can find um, Oscar nominations for this movie. Vampire Strikes Back. Alright, Oscar nominations for The Empire Strikes Back. Uh, best production design, best or or original score, those are two nominations and then two wins uh best sound mixing 
and Special Achievement Aca Special Achievement Academy Award. Wow. That's special for them, Perfect Strikes Back, to have won that. Because that's not the Special Achievement Academy Award. That's not something given to... That's not an, an annual category. That's um, that's just a special thing for this movie to have won. So we are going to take a bit of a break. Uh, we're, you guys aren't going to notice anything. We're just going to roll right in, in, in the next segment. But, um, yeah. All right, guys, we're back. And of course, we're going to get right into the Imperial March, as you see. So how many ships are above uh, Hoth? So we actually just got his uh, little retractable staff. I don't know why I bought this. Um, my friends bought one. And I saw on Amazon was only $6, so I bought this staff. I have no idea why. It's so weird. You can, uh, can do as you can. It's, it's Right now, it's in little. It's just really small. It's really just pocket size. You can take it wherever you go. It's strange. I'm gonna do a duel or something. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. 
of um, kind of the Battle of Endor stuff which we'll uh, talk about next week. track is the city in the clouds this is a really cool one I want to talk about oh no this is later I think I'm not really sure but if I hear I'll talk about it because it's really interesting because in ancient Greek mythology there were these creatures called the sirens and they would lure sailor they would lure sailors into the rocks to die with their beautiful voices and really what, what awaited them was was death and i feel like that's something that uh kind of you know cloud city this beautiful place is kind of a siren for the falcon the rebels and the and i want to see if we can find that in here because you can hear it at some point in the score and i'll point it out to you it's right when the falcon is flying in I think this is actually um, when Luke is having his premonition of what, is, of what was to come. <coughs> Sorry about that, guys.
It's pretty close. I think it's gonna be right about in this in this part of the uh, music. coming up pretty soon. be over here at the harp part. Here it is. Uh, it's in really close. Yeah, it's. Then you know, in the background, you can hear this ominous tone. Mm-hmm. 
we've ended the city in the clouds and we're moving on to rebels at bay so we're going back to hoth now so this is just so out of order i don't know why really <laughs> This is a really cool uh, piece. This is really the music because it's, it's um, not a, describe it really. It's uh, all about the. I don't know. It's all about just how the rebels have lost in the first time we've seen them. You know, I'm pretty sure if I was a kid, you know, 1980, you know, go, going to see. The Empire Strikes Back, I would have thought, well, in the first one, you know, the, the Rebels won. The heroes win in that first one, so why should it be any different in the sequel? We were all wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. mm -hmm. mm -hmm. 
Yoda and the Force. And this is one which is um, kind of repeated in The Rise of Skywalker when, spoiler alert for the movie, uh, when the, well, you know, we, we saw in The Last Jedi, Luke's X-Wing was, had been uh, sunk in the waters of Octo. And then we see in Red Skywalker is still there. And Luke comes to raise aid and lifts it. Where Luke could not lift it b b before, he's able to lift it now. When it really matters. We see that this Luke has changed in the last 32 years, and, and I would hope he has. See, he's been through a lot, really. And... It's important to show the student really has become the master now. And he will fix his mistakes of where he failed last time. Here, this really is just you know the exact same music we hear in Rise of Skywalker. And I did like the Rise of Skywalker, contrary to what you'll hear next week. Next week, this is Nick and I really just you know trashing the sequel trilogy. But I just want you guys to know now, I, I, I just saw the Rise of Skywalker again on Friday night. I loved it so much more the second time. Uh, I still love the Force Awakens. Last Jedi is just not really sitting well with me anymore after seeing Rise of Skywalker. It just it feels strange in, in between two J.J. Abrams movies.
Now we get back to our to the Falcon Heroes. At the very end. So now the duel on Cloud City. And this is really, you know This was a duel that changed film history forever. Arguably one of the biggest movie twists of all time, if not the biggest. Which is the Luke, or no, it's no, I am your father. And then this is a moment that defines the Skywalker saga, moving forward, moving backwards into the sequel trilogy and beyond. Because you, how, because how could a man so evil create a son so good? And we understand how in the prequel trilogy. And we see his legacy carried forward in the sequel trilogy. And that's just a really great moment. And it's really a twist, in, in my opinion, that was not ever re re replicated. And it was only re re replicated the best in Avengers Infinity War two years ago. In Infinity War is... While Endgame is my favorite Mar Marvel movie... Infinity War was a better film, but Endgame delivered a movie-going experience that Infinity War could never have done. But Infinity War is a better movie than Endgame. I think it's fun that in our series premiere we talked about, you know, we the series premiere of the Cinema Soundtrack Podcast was all about the, uh, was all about Alan Silvestri and his compositions for the first Avenger, the Avengers, Infinity War, and Endgame. And I think it's good that our, our season two finale is Avengers Endgame. Of course, we have a third season on the way. Unclear yet as to whether or not that'll be the last season or if the last season for a while, I think. It's more likely. I, I don't think there will be a February 2021 season. I think if there is a fourth season of this podcast, it'll be late summer 2021. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. mm -hmm. 
Alright. The magic tree. And this is a moment that really shows us the... That really you know, gives us our first hints as to what Luke Skywalker will become. And I, and I do think that, you know, Star Wars is a new mythology and we'll see where it goes. You know, you look at Greek mythology, it's, it's not all written by one person, it's all these stories, and you have to find a way to, and you know, they all do have to exist in one timeline, but, you know, Star Wars, I think for a trilogy, and the sequel trilogy is a great case of why not do this, you had three completely different creative teams working on one story. No, Ryan Johnson literally threw away J.J. Abrams' notes for The Last Jedi. Because he wanted to tell his Star Wars story. And I feel like that's a that was a story that's very different than The Force Awakens and The Rise of Skywalker. So, I think that, you know, the time to do that, the time to have a trilogy comprised of three completely different development teams, creative teams, is not for a continuation of arguably the most beloved film franchise of all time. Okay, that's when you, that's a good time for, I mean, no, we got reports now of a, you know, High Republic era. I think that would be great. You know, you start out, got books, comics, video games, uh, Disney Plus series, and then movies. That's the time to do a Marvel Cinematic Universe style phase of content. That's Project Luminous is going to be, I think, I think also, in that time it's important to, you know, also have books and comics taking place after The Rise of Skyrim. I think that's what we'll be getting for these next three years until the next movie comes out. But anyway... What I was saying was, you have to have... Rogue One and Solo fit very well into the mythology. The Mandalorian fits very well into the mythology. But they don't have a lot to do with you know, these main heroes. And I think that's great. It's great that Star Wars is expanding. I think when you have to have stories that take place thousands of years in the future, have stories that take place thousands of years in the past. I would love to see... A series of films all about the Sith. I think that would be really great to see. And I'm really excited for what the future of Star Wars will hold. I'm excited to see what the future of Marvel will hold. I... I have a... I, it's the set to think, but you know, because Harry Potter is also in my big... I mean, my big three franchises. The big three franchises that I go see the movies of opening weekend are Star Wars, Marvel, and Wizarding World. We got three more Fantastic Beast movies. I think the future of Harry Potter is gonna lie in HBO Max. And I think that's also the future of DC. I'm a very casual DC fan. And this is Lando's Palace, by the way. We got two more tracks to go. And, you know, I've seen all the DC EU films except for Suicide Squad. And I don't think I'm going to see Suicide Squad. I'm not seeing the Har Harley Quinn movie just because it's rated R. And I haven't seen the Suicide Squad, so I really want to. I'll probably see Wonder Woman 1984. 
you, you look at these... Not, uh, I'm definitely seeing the Batman. The Batman sounds amazing. I'm super excited for that movie. And, you know, and I'll see... I'll, I'll see almost all the DC movies. I'm, but, you know... Really, they're not very good yet. And you got, of course, you know, the last two. She's... Um, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, uh, were very good. Shazam was okay. I, I did enjoy Shazam. Joker was so different. And I think that there are talks of a Joker 2. I kind of hope that doesn't happen. Because, I mean, Joker's a different kind of comic book movie. And I think it's very important for us to... Yeah, Scorsese superhero movies right now comic book movies right now yes they're all about you know all these big special effects theme parks and i don't and i know i'm gonna get a lot of hate for saying this i love the marvel cinematic universe guys i cried for the last half of endgame i loved it avenger game is my favorite movie of all time it's not necessary i mean you can have look take the diary of a wimpy kid that is a book it is not literature um, I got a whole bunch of Star Wars books behind me. Um, Thrawn, the new Thrawn book. That book is amazing. It's not literature. Harry Potter is close. It's about a boy wizard, though. Um, Hunger Games? Yeah, I'd say so. Um, it's kind of... Hung Hunger Games is definitely literature, but... The MCU movies are not real literature and you know it's kind of like a beach book it's a book you read at the beach you know what's gonna happen it's very predictable and i'm tying this back to star wars now the last jedi is something that breaks the mold a bit and it tells a story that makes you question the status quo of big cinematic universes the time from for a movie like that is in five six years it's not when you're telling it's not when you're telling a story about that you know continue i mean i i must i've been a star wars fan my whole life and i probably will always be a star wars fan because these are stories that i care about they're telling stories about people i care about And while I do think The Last Jedi was a brave movie, I I still I I, I, well, I I liked it before The Rise of Skywalker. I think it's just okay now. So it's, it's along the lines of Revenge of the Sith. Really, it's an okay movie. And no, Star Wars is gonna have its ups and downs. Right now. Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga, went out on a whimper. It, it did. And I hate to say that. I, I hate to say that. But it did. Now we're in finale. The end, it's... The Rise of Skywalker was a good movie. I liked The Rise of Skywalker. I really liked it. Rogue One, my favorite Star Wars movie of all time. My favorite Star Wars movie. And I don't know if... The Empire Strikes Back is a pretty is pretty up is pretty high up there. It's nowhere near as good as Rogue One was, though. 
And Solo, I've been watching Solo so much lately. It's been getting better every time I, time I watch it. I love Solo. And I loved The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian is, is my favorite TV show right now. Of course, it's over. I'm... And, you know, The Clone Wars is what made me a Star Wars fan. I saw the first movie. I liked it. A New Hope, I mean. But it was The Clone Wars that made me a Star Wars fan. That made me love this universe. And the music right now is just so fitting for what I'm saying. I'm so excited to see where Star Wars television goes from here. Casting Andor is my favorite character from Rogue One. I cannot wait to see him in his own spin-off series. I'm pumped for Kenobi. And if you have to delay to make the script better, go ahead. Delay it a year and a half. As long as it's a good story. As long as it's a good story, as as long as it does justice to the character, as long as you know you and McGregor loves working on it, I'm okay with that. I'll wait as long as I need to to have beautiful Star Wars. And I hope that and you know the video games? Fallen Order is just freaking amazing. I love Fallen Order. Resistance, we got the Resistance finale tonight. Resistance has been really good these last few weeks. It, it, it has. It's been so good these last few weeks. And we got the finale. I'm so excited to see where Star Wars animation goes from here on out. Dave Filoni. Just, I know you're not listening to this, but just pat yourself on the back, my friend. Just pat yourself on the back. You've done a great job. You made us... You made... I mean, a anyone who watches the Clone Wars series makes i mean it, it makes me like the prequel so much more that's the reason Re Re revenge of the sith is, is one of my favorite star wars movies i love revenge of the sith i don't know if it's just because it seems so good in in net compared to the first two movies of that trilogy or i don't know if it's just because the clone wars made me love it so much more and you know star wars is taking a break from bits from the big screen let the big movies you know be tell these huge stories that that kids love solo great story i would have much rather seen a solo disney plus series uh compared to a movie granted you know disney plus was not a thing yet uh we we just got in the end of of rebel so i don't think a solo tv show was an option for the time but you know a solo, I'm pretty sure we're getting a sequel series or maybe a couple solo spinoffs on Disney+. Plus. I would love to see a Darth Maul uh, series. Something I'm a fan of fiction I've been thinking of writing, kind of, of uh, along the lines of Bothans, which we're going to have a huge announcement on on this podcast next week. Darth Maul is one of my favorite characters of the entire saga. I love Darth Maul. I think the Clone Wars Season 7 is, is going to set up the rise of Crimson Dawn, probably uh, a Darth Maul series for Disney+. Plus. I'm, I mean, we got so many options for the next animated series. Will it be about Luke Skywalker and his training and his um, Jedi Temple? Will it be about the rise of Crimson Dawn? Will it be a sequel series to Star Wars Rebels, which I think we have to get because, you know, 
Ezra's not coming home by himself. He's not coming home by himself. And, you know, if, if you're an American listener or if you have access to watching Star Wars Rebels on Disney Plus or whatever, watch it. Rebels is a really good show. I The first season, meh. The first season is very meh. So was season one of the Clone Wars. The Clone Wars had a, had a lot of had a couple hits, a lot of misses, and Rebels does too. Season two Rebels is much better than season one. Uh, John Favreau working on the Mandalorian was amazing, amazing. I loved that story. I loved that story. The Lego stuff, I, I'm behind on some of the Lego Star Wars stuff. I've seen all the Lego stuff except for All Stars, which I should probably watch, because you know, that's on Disney+. Plus. Um, that's how I'll be introducing my kids someday to Star Wars. I'll be introducing it to them through Lego uh, shows, then they'll watch Resistance, then Clone Wars and Rebels, and then I think they're ready for the movies. Just, I mean, in, in, in my opinion, that's just my opinion of how to in- introduce... Um, kids to Star Wars because you know because I mean they they'll watch Anakin in the Clone Wars and then they'll hate Vader in the movies for you know for killing Anakin but that's just my little thing on uh, Star Wars books and comics keep doing what you're doing do more crossovers like Alphabet Squadron and I think we're all good I think we're all good and I think Star Wars is gonna have a very good future at least that's, that's that's my hope. That's just my hope. Um, I, I I wanted to say that before you guys hear me talking next week and just bash the sequel trilogy, but yeah, that's and you know I'm I'm going to Galaxy's Edge in a in about two and a half months. I'm super excited to go to Galaxy's Edge, and that's canon. I think it's a mistake to have you know the park be set between the Last Jedi and the Rise of Skywalker because. In The Last Jedi, Kylo Ren destroys his helmet, and he doesn't fix it until Rise of Skywalker, yet at Galaxy's Edge, Kylo Ren's walking around. He has his helmet on. And, you know, that's... You can just have the rides be canon. Okay, just have the rides, you know, have Smuggler's Run be canon. Have Rise of the Resistance be canon. But don't have the whole park be canon, you know, and look, I've got, uh, I, I, I do have, uh, both Galaxy's Edge books, I've got Black Spire, and I've got A, a Crash of Fate, I'm gonna, I'm definitely reading those before I go to Galaxy's Edge, uh, I've also got a subscription to Marvel Unlimited, they're, uh, Marvel's comic book streaming service, I'm definitely re- reading the Galaxy's Edge series, is. I want to know everything about this place. I mean, I, I want to absorb everything in when I go to Galaxy's Edge for a day. Um, you know, I I think that as I just said, video games make um, respawn did a great job with Fallen Order. Now, who'd have thought that in 2019, a single player story driven video game could be so good, and it was. Um. It's a gr- I'm not done with it yet. I'm, I'm on Deathmere, uh, so please no spoilers. But it's such a good game. I've also been um, no, and I've also been taking a deep dive into the books and comics lately. So many good stories there. 
and I do think on Mandalorian podcast I'm gonna be doing is I'm gonna be doing a thing about how to you know really start, how to start the. Uh, how to you know start your deep dive in, into the books and comics, because that's something I, that I mean you know if if you just if if, if that's your New Year's re- re- resolution is to consume everything Star Wars canon then you know good for you but there are so many ways to do it that it just really it's so huge that you really gotta you know know how to do it you can't just go through and read everything I mean movies pretty straightforward you I mean how I think you should watch movies for the first time is you go with what's called the machete order where you do four or five you do episodes four and five because you know that's where you have to start. You got to start with the original, and then, you know, if you think that Vader's lying, you watch one, two, and three, and you see his descent into the darkness. Then you watch six, which when you reintroduce all these characters in six, and you've been gone from them for a while, like let's say you watch a, a movie weekend for Star Wars. You have then not seen Han, Luke, Leia, Lando, and Chewie in four weeks. That's about a month. It's close to a month. Okay, and then after that, I think you would do... I'm not sure how you go after after six. Definitely, definitely seven. I'm not sure if you would do seven, Rogue One, eight, Solo, nine, or if you do seven, eight, nine, and then Rogue One and Solo. I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure. I think it depends on where Star Wars goes. Um from now i think you would do actually seven eight nine solo rogue one so you would then end where you began but uh, and anyway then you know you got the the tv shows tv shows are pretty straightforward i think you would clone star wars rebels is definitely a sequel is definitely a sequel to to the clone wars you got to watch clone wars first and then rebels but clone wars is told all of is told all all of so that doesn't really make sense uh but then you know if you want to go in uh, chronological order, it's Clone Wars, Rebels, The Mandalorian, Resistance. And, you know that'll be updated as more shows come out. But you know, you know, and I've gone on way too long, so I think it's time to sign out, uh, sign off, because I just could talk about Star Wars for hours, and that's what I do. So I do go check out uh, the Mandalorian podcast. Go check out Kid Commentaries. Kid Commentaries is coming back on St. Patrick's Day for Season 2. So Season 2, March 17th. I'm super excited. We're kicking things off, finishing up the Skywalker Saga with the prequel trilogy. Hopefully by then, uh, you know, The Rise of Skywalker will be on uh, digital. So I'll be buying that movie. Uh, the You know, The Rise of Skywalker novelization is going to be one of the best books, best Star Wars books of all time because, you know, that movie needs a lot of cleaning up. It, it, it does. All right. Well, you want to send us an email, send it to cinemasoundtrackpodcast at gmail.com. That is cinemasoundtrackpodcast at gmail.com. If, if you want to leave us a five-star review, uh, please do, we'll read it and we will read it here on the podcast. Uh, if you, um, I don't know, uh, follow us on social media, uh, Instagram, at Kid Commentaries Network. You find news about all of our uh, podcasts. So... Yeah, thank you guys so, so much for listening, and we will be back next week with Star Wars Episode Six: Return of the Jedi.
Thank you so much for listening. And um, well, I don't know how to sign off because it's kind of a Star Wars themed episode. So uh, may the force be, be with you.